we are on the brink of a mental health crisis. And this is why I am so appreciative of the folks over at BetterHelp. They provide the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They change the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to licensed therapists. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. Sign up today. Go to BetterHelp.com and use the promo code Solving Healthcare and get 10% off sign-up fees. COVID has affected us all, and with all the negativity surrounding it, it's often hard to find the positive. One of the blessings it has given us is the opportunity to build an avenue for creating change, starting right here in our community. Discussing topics that affect us most, such as racism in healthcare, maintaining a positive mindset, creating change, the importance of advocacy, and the many lessons we have all learned from COVID. If you or your organization are interested in speaking engagements, send a message to quadcast99 at gmail.com, reach out on Facebook at Quadcast, or online at drquadjo.ca. Welcome to Solving Healthcare. I'm Quadjo Caramante. I'm an ICU and palliative care physician here in Ottawa and the founder of Resource Optimization Network. We are on a mission to transform healthcare in Canada. I'm going to talk with physicians, nurses, administrators, patients, and their families because inefficiencies, overwork, and overcrowding affects us all. I believe it's time for a better healthcare system that's more cost-effective, dignified, and just for everyone involved. Quadcast Nation, welcome back. We have a tremendous episode. We got Jody Wilding in the mix. She is a life and leadership coach who uh, we connected to recently. She lives in the hood, actually. And it was one of our first in-person interviews, which was really exciting. And I think you're going to see her represent and help out a little bit on solving wellness, uh, as you know, our, our means of changing the boogie. But yeah, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this episode because we dive in a, a bit on like really empowering yourself in, in, in terms of your own wellness. So we, you, you hear me um, really harbor on that one of the terms she used, self-leadership and, and the power of that and, and really thinking about ways of being more fulfilled, finding our purpose, reaching our potential, and how that directly will improve our wellness, reduce our burnout. And uh, I got to say, throughout the interview, you know, I, I kept on asking myself what what I could be doing more of. And uh, I think this is why I enjoyed the episode so much. And so... Um, I think you guys are going to love her. And uh, without further ado, let's do this. Got Jody Wilding. All right, Quadcast Nation, this is our first live interview in a very long time, and I'm doing it with my newfound neighbor, Jody Wilding. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be doing this with you. Uh, I'm glad to, to finally make this happen. So I think a bit of the appeal of why I wanted to get you on the show was this idea of really empowering healthcare professionals to reach their potential and at the same time addressing burnout. I, I really think this is a huge upside uh, to address these things. So maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and your background because you got, you're like, you're a life and leadership coach, which I, I don't know too many of in, in my life, but um like, how did you get into this field? What was your background? Because, you know, obviously you were doing some, you are still are doing nursing, but what led you to want to do this? 
Yes. So it has been a bit of a journey. Um, I've been in healthcare for about 20 years in different capacities. And um, I've always just been really curious about human behavior, behavior change, um, why people do the things that they do. Um, and it did start even with my started with my dad actually with his own health and wellness um he was a type 2 diabetic he also had parkinson's and so he knew the things that he should be doing but it's like why aren't you doing those to take care of yourself so it kind of like started that was the start of the journey and then looking at patients and co-workers and again like why why people are acting the way that they're they're acting and doing the things that they're doing and you know you we know these things but why aren't we doing it and so um it just and even just myself like my own wellness and feeling kind of stuck and and knowing that there was something more but like what is that more and how do i get that and so it just began this journey and i found coaching um and I just really loved it. It made a huge difference in my life and mm-hmm. how I approach my profession, how I approach just life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see how it benefits just my patients, my my family, my people. Your people. My people. Right, your people. <laughs> no, it's amazing because, um, you know, I, I do think when it comes to healthcare, we need to be thinking outside the box these days. Like we're we're in a uh, we're essentially in a crisis, as far as I'm concerned, uh, at so many levels. And I just think the traditional approaches need to be reexamined. And so, you know, like finding that what it takes to adapt, change, and, mm-hmm. and improve ourselves is is so important. So, like what like what were some of the how do I put this? What do you what do you find are some of the barriers? Like, why are people having such a tough time with you know when they know what they need to do but aren't able to get to the goal? Like, what are some of the the barriers that you're that you're seeing? So, I think it can be a little complex. Um, I think there's like multiple different layers, but I think essentially we get we start adapting these like beliefs, limiting beliefs about ourselves and about the way things are. And we become, um, habitual. We're people Mm. of habit and we, we develop these routines and it's, it's exactly what you said. Like sometimes we need, and this is where coaching comes in is like, help us think outside that box and like actually challenge those beliefs and see like, is this really true? These stories that we're telling ourselves. Um, and, and how to embody like a new way of being and experiencing the world around us um, that is often different than what we grew up kind of believing. Does that make sense? No, yeah, absolutely. Like it's, I mean, it is thinking differently. It's a, it's a, a different, because I mean, you think about the perspectives that we're used to, like especially in medicine, we... I just feel like the perspectives are almost always the same. You got to do this to get to to why, but no one asks themselves, is there a better way? Is right, there, exactly. You know? We're doing things because that's the way it's always been done, but it yeah. is time that, you know, maybe what we're doing isn't right. It's not working. It's clearly not working, right? Mm-hmm. And so what is that new, that new way? Yeah. I, I must say, there's something, I'm always curious to what, because a lot of people know there's a problem, but they don't 
changed? Like, what what is it about you? I'm just put you on the spot there, but like, <laughs> what is it about you that made you pivot? Look into coaching. Like, was it? Did you have a mentor? Did you like what? What is it? What makes you special? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm necessarily special, but um, like, what made me go into like coaching? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, like, what, or even think about something else outside of traditional means. Because how many people do you know? Like, honestly, amongst your you know colleagues or what have you how many people you know are doing coaching or like involved well so now i think it's becoming more and more mainstream because i think people are realizing and seeing the benefits in this um for me it did it honestly like it took a while i first heard of this coaching profession gosh like actually just before I went into nursing. And then again, when I was coming out of nursing and it was something that I was always a little bit curious about. Um, and, um, and so it was always just kind of there in the back of my mind. And I, you know, I would dabble in it here and there and, and just, I guess just in my own journey, I was feeling, you know, sort of stuck. I was um, trying to find this different way. Mm-hmm. I went to see multiple different counselors, um, and it was really coaching that made the most profound difference in my life, and did just really change again, like how I experience the world around me and how I show up. Okay, yeah. So, like, and, and not to get too personal, but like, what? So you you got involved in coaching. Like what? Like like what's an example of what changed for you? Like whether it's perspective, whether it's approaches to health. Like what 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 changed for you? Um, I think now the biggest thing I guess would be one just like no sorry, um that was a complicated one for me. It is like it's a more spiritual way. Like that whole mind body soul connection, right? Like I think we're good at understanding you know to move our body and to treat our body well um and our mind too to a certain extent but I think a lot of us are missing that soul that spiritual piece and I think you know it's that meaning that purpose that um that I think a lot of us are 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 desiring but don't know how to access and to tap into that yeah because I I mean I gotta tell you too like I, I think a lot of this stuff plays into burnout. Like whether like I think people need direction. What is their purpose? What mm-hmm. is their values? And um so yeah, maybe we could talk about some of the kind of principles that you or, or pillars or what have you that are important to kind of work through, like in, in terms of trying to enhance our well-being cuz I know we were talking a little bit about this offline like um about some of these pillars, but like, you know, in terms of like where to start, like what comes to mind? Well, first I'll just say this, like, so healthcare, um, healthcare is a high pressure environment, right? And it does, it attracts high achievers, perfectionists, type A personalities, um, people that are really good at achieving goals in life and checking off all those boxes, but then they're missing a lot of times that um, that fulfillment piece, they're delaying things, they're delaying self-care, they're de- delaying connection. Um, 
and even self-awareness to a certain extent um, until they're there, right? But then that never comes. And so that's part of that exhaustion and burnout piece is that one, maybe we're not showing up fully as ourselves. Um, we're feeling like maybe an imposter in our life. Um, we're striving for something like in a, maybe it's people pleasing or, or whatever it is that, um, that leads to, to, to ex exhaustion, depersonalization, feeling like we're not being effective, um, and essentially anxiety and burnout. So what I'm hearing is a lot of, what is it, like martyr, I can't say the word. You're a mar mortar? martyr, martyr, martyr. Yeah, a martyrism, martyrism, I can't say it. Um, where you like do a lot of, you're not really thinking yourself, you're thinking of, you're, you're doing, I don't know, a lot of people pleasing, you're, you're, you're not being necessarily authentic, you know what I mean? Like your authentic self, which, I, I mean, I can say personally, as a guy that went through the ranks, this was one of the, like, one of the advice I would give to myself, younger self, or to, to the kids, is like, don't lose, mm -hmm. don't lose yourself, like, stay authentic, like, authentic, um, because you spend a lot of energy being What's the opposite of a disinthetic? Unauthentic? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not authentic. I can't even speak anymore. Not authentic. Because you got, you're got you trying inauthentic, to... Inauthentic? Inauthentic. Inauthentic. You're trying to look good in front of your preceptors, mm -hmm. your colleagues, make sure you get into the residency, fellowship, staff job that you want. So it's a lot of... Mm -hmm. All right, that's hilarious, Dr... Millington, thank you so much for telling that joke. That was great. I hate that joke, in fact, but I'll just smile and nod because I think that's what I got to do. Well, um, I mean, there's a little bit of that, I'm sure. But yeah. but yes, showing up authentically and being you. And, you know, I think people, they feel anxious, especially high achievers, high performance, right? It's all about productivity and being successful. But then we achieve these things and it just doesn't feel how we think it should feel. And so we're like, okay, well, what next? And I'll just keep going and keep going. Um, and you're like chasing this, this mirage essentially that just never comes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that also leads to, it's like a self-repeating cycle. Cause then you start feeling anxious. And so then you feel, okay, well, I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to do more. I have to know more. Um, right. Where a lot of times it is actually just, and we've talked about this before, that whole idea about, slowing down and like having a little bit of like silence in your day and quiet there's so much noise around us that it's actually just turning inward you know a lot of times it's just these little subtle shifts inside that can make all of the difference um outside I, yeah i don't think there's an enough emphasis on slowing down mm -hmm. like uh I, I know i mean you look up on your I don't know, your Instagram or whatever, they're telling you to to meditate and what have you, and I don't know how many people are religious about it, but, uh, you know, you think about some of the people listening now, 30-some-year-old mom with two or three kids trying to balance, you know, family life and work, balancing schedules, kids' activities, being pro productive at work, like being a husband or wife, whatever, like, 
it's hard to balance all that stuff and to create some space. And I, I think, as you mentioned, a lot of people are martyrs. They're like, I'll be happy. Like, I got to take care of everybody else. I got to mm-hmm. make sure everybody else is doing okay. But how important is it really to have that space to just be? Like, It's so important. Yeah. And one of the things that I often hear is, you know, people are waiting. We're all waiting for, you know, vacation to actually feel good and and relax or waiting for retirement to do the things that we would like really enjoy to do then. And that would actually like fill us up. Right. But no, like start doing that now. Like it's important to do that now because that's what nourishes you. That's what gives you energy to like go about your day and to do all of these all of these things right helps you to be your full and present self like mm-hmm. i mean i mean even the nature of our jobs i mean how many people have you seen that retired i can't wait to retire and then they retire and then two months three months later they get their terminal diagnosis Personally, I never plan on retiring. Yeah, that's that's me too. Like I don't, I never planned. Uh, I mean, I'll slow down, I'll shift gears, but mm-hmm. I want to keep my brain f- fresh and totally. And like we spend so much of our life being challenged. Like that's part of I don't know if identity or if it's just part of the joys of life is being pushed towards something. And the the, the thing I want, I really appreciated you saying though is. We, we we need to stop saying we'll be happy when because mm-hmm. that when really you know no. when you get that amazing job there's new challenges there's exactly. new and you hear that like so like I'll be happy when you know I have a partner and I'm in a relationship I'll be happy when you know I have enough money all these things like it just it never happens that it is really a mirage you know so it's be happy now you know be happy now no that those those are words to live by by jody you heard her you heard her here be happy now quadcast nation <laughs> no I, I that but that is certainly a philosophy in our house like we're, we're just it's now like uh mm-hmm. we're, let's not we're not waiting for shit and then the, the other component too is if you got the means and you there's something that you want to do you do it you do you, it a hundred like you feeling like a trip to go see mom or a loved one do it do I, it I, I, yeah, yeah you won't regret it no. I, i've never regretted doing something you know along those lines I, I was thinking we were just with our friends um uh in in toronto and uh there she's been on the show before little henry like my pseudo nephew he was diagnosed with a neuroblastoma at eight months so and I remember sitting in my buddy's office with uh, Mike Hartwick. I was just like in shambles thinking about what the family was going through. And he, he's like, what are you doing next week? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, just go see them. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, I know they're in Edmonton and we're in Ottawa. But yeah, you just I can't believe how therapeutic that was. Just Crying. Yeah, I, I've, I've never forgot that because it was kind of like a pivot in mindset for me mm-hmm. of saying, just do it. Just do it. Fuck it. Uh, well, exactly. And there's so many things I think, you know, that desires that we have and things that we want to do, but then we stop ourselves. We tell ourselves all the reasons why we can't or we shouldn't, right? Like that's a huge thing, the should and should not. Mm-hmm. 
um, that dictate how people live their lives. But when we keep like suppressing this stuff and not doing this stuff, then it, it does, it leads to like dissatisfaction, leads to like depression and unhappiness. And these are the, the things that are really important yeah, 100%. Um, in life and listening, you know, listening and actually like acting on these, just do it. And, and just do it. And then the, the time to, but to, to, the time, you need that time to listen to, to, for this to register. So that's right. like creating that's where space. That's that stillness comes in. Yeah. It's like why I've discovered a new love of synchronized swimming. <laughs> like I was going to be a semi-pro synchronized swimmer. Oh, I love it's going to be, uh, or solo synchronized swimmer. <laughs> that's what I'm working on right now. Um, <laughs> anyways uh so i'd like to see <laughs> do you though um what about some of the what are some of the other concepts that are leading to kind of burnout or or lack of fulfillment like yes you, we it's clear that not being authentic and not having enough space and time contribute any other kind of themes that come up so i think like one of the the big things that I would encourage, you know, healthcare providers, anyone really to do that is feeling burnt out in their, in their current career, in their current position is to like, think back about and get it reconnected with what your why is, you know, there's a reason why you chose this profession in the first place. Like, and thinking back to what did you think it was going to be like? What was the impact that you wanted to make? What were you hoping to achieve and to, to do? Right. And so getting back in touch with that and, and seeing like, okay, how can I, if it's not like that, well, how can I create that? Right. So basically, you know, going back saying, I always wanted to be a nurse. I always wanted to be a doc, physiotherapist. Why? What did I picture? Why, why did I want to dance mm-hmm. with this? What has, what has changed or what has led me astray or what, is, what can I do to get back on track to why I wanted to do this? Because I actually, I, I'm thinking of like several people in my head right now that have, that have come to me saying like, you know, so much has changed, especially peri or post pandemic, whatever you want to call this time timeline where, you know, some of the, the things that they enjoyed in, in nursing specifically just got taken away a little bit because of, you know, the, you know, less resources, less time, less connection with family because of, you know, some of the restrictions and so forth. And I think this is something that, um, that is probably underappreciated in terms of why so many people are unhappy with their with their job. And and I guess the question, because a lot of people don't don't realize this, but not do anything about it. But like, I think people probably have more power to do something about it than they think. You're absolutely right, and that's exactly what I was going to say. And we we often like blame our circumstances, blame like our surroundings. And we do really have more power than, than we believe to create our experience, to create our reality. And, um, there are shifts, like, what is it that you can do? You know, and I, I felt this way too, years back in my own profession. I was like, I'm not able to provide the care that I wanted to provide. I felt like, 
you know, all of these other things were happening around me that was preventing me to do that. But then, no, I get in touch with what is it that I want to do? What is it that makes me feel good at the end of the day, at the end of a shift that I feel like I've accomplished something. And so also focusing on that, right. And, and bringing more of yourself into it and what makes you happy. And you can, even though there are all these other things potentially going on around, there is always something that you can do. Hmm. Right. Like you could, you have more, skin or more power to 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 contribute than you think Mm -hmm. yeah and and is this part of like when you talk to clients and what have you this is kind of part of what you is this absolutely yeah and it comes to you know that self-awareness and self-leadership and um you know and expanding what people you know, how they're approaching their, their career, kind of like challenging them a little bit on some of these stories that we're telling ourselves about why we can't do what we want to do, you know, get that negative bullshit out of your blind grapes. (laughs) But I like that term. I like that term self leadership. Like maybe expand on that a little bit more, like, like really just taking responsibility in, in terms of your growth like I don't know that yeah term exactly seems to... I mean it comes from yeah like more self-awareness self-mastery right the more and the more that we are connected with who we are with our values with and grounded in in that um the more resilient we are the more we're able to show up um to our lives with compassion with authenticity with with heart um and the the bigger impact we're able to make hmm. no i i, I like that because uh, you know I, I just feel a lot of people they what I'm seeing from a lot of folks, and I'm worried about this with our youth actually, is the like the not feeling empowered enough to create change within themselves or at mm-hmm. a larger scale. Like I just see them, so many people so apathetic. Oh, this is what they told me to do, so I gotta just do it and just bite the bullet and just be so miserable and wish that I could uh, crawl into a ball and you know. Um, like just that negative talk and that negative body language. Mm-hmm. Like I was seeing a lot of it, especially in the heights of the pandemic. But um, but yeah, like it's this is something I think that needs to be scaled to, to a certain degree. Like we really need to f- people to feel empowered and and really have that message out there. Like that you can have the power to improve and to define you do the the power absolutely does lie within you right Mm -hmm. yeah like i i mean i i I don't know if this is a natural sequitur but like i often like in my personal life i've always had like something i've had this what do you call it like a chip on your shoulder Mm -hmm. i've used that as a motivator like I, i call it the um Kind of like a, I call it a fu coefficient. Like when <laughs> when uh, somebody says you can't do something, or you you know people are saying, "Oh, this can't be done. This can't change, or whatever." I'm like, "Okay, we'll see about that." You know right. what I mean? And oh, then I love just, that. Yeah. And then you just kind of 
you know, there's times where you little, maybe you're not making as big of a dent as you would hope, but there are times where, hey, you know, you you do show up and you do make a yeah. make a difference. But uh, like for me, I'm thinking specifically too about a lot of the stuff around the pandemic when it came to the kids, schools being closed, the, all the kind of negative impact on kids, and mm-hmm. you know, we collectively, a lot of us collectively chipped away and 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 said, what can we do and showed up in the ways that we knew how to um but i can promise you it put it made a difference you know and and there was a, a lot of the fuck you coefficient like saying oh you know what it's a fail complete no way yeah i'll prove uh, you wrong yeah. no i love that i have a little bit of that in me too yeah but, um yeah it's like no i'm gonna show you a different way challenge that i'm still curious of what the root like why because not everyone has that. I'm always curious if it, if it was like some cycle, like some of some of the way you were raised or the way, you know, maybe you had to deal with some adversity as a youth. But I'm always curious, like some people that are just like, you know what? No, I'm going to keep plugging. What makes it? I don't know if you've ever had put some thought into that. But anyways, I, I'm always curious to what makes that person. Like have that, yeah. The fuck you coefficient, yeah. The juice, yeah. Like the, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from for me. I've just always, I think, been a little bit stubborn and like I'm gonna do things my own way. Um, yeah, I lost that for a little bit there, but now it's definitely coming back. No, no, it's in full effect. It's in full effect. <laughs> Watch out, world! Jody's coming in full effect. <laughs> All right, so you know, um, actually, one other question about purpose, like, is it? Do you find it's easy to like? Is it? Is it? Do you find most people can recall that easily? Like, is, does that take a lot of work to say like, what was your why, or is it one of those things that it's like, you know, takes five minutes to think about and they jump up on the train. So I think everyone's really different when it comes to that. And some, we have it just so buried um, and we're just so disconnected from ourselves that it does take a little bit more kind of digging to, to kind of figure that out. Um, and to, to even just realize like what our values are and, um, and how we can bring more of that, that forward. And so there is like a, a process that I go through with people like looking at these questions and also just looking back at times in our life when we were feeling like joyful when we were feeling happy when we were feeling really good about what it was what we're, we're doing and picking up on these patterns and themes throughout our lives and then seeing you know what's missing now um, and how can you bring more of that um, forward and into your current current life yeah i like that reverse engineer that bad boy yeah well, what's worked in the past <laughs> yeah no i that makes sense because uh i think as the years go by as as we were talking about i was just thinking like it might be a bit more challenging to think of like really what is my why you know mm-hmm. so much is changing work and life and um you know like if priorities change was your you grow family and yeah Mm -hmm. like all these things but uh no this is this is gold jody so we talked about purpose about finding your why which is you know clearly important we talked about 
a bit of, I guess we talked about fulfillment too, eh? Like about, um, did we talk about fulfillment? We did. We touched on fulfillment a little bit and just not delaying that and, mm-hmm. and how to create more fulfillment in your life now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the three sort of foundations that I work with are presence, connection, and, and self-care. And so connection is really key. And I think that's, you know, connection is so important to our, to our well-being, to our happiness. And that's not just connection, you know, to like family and friends, although that is definitely very important. It's also connection to ourselves, connection to our work and, and what we're doing, which that's kind of brings in that whole purpose. Um, connection to our coworkers. Like I've definitely found um, in the different places that I've worked, the places where people tend to be the happiest and the most fulfilled, they have um, a really good connection to one, what they're doing, but also to their team. So I do think that is really important um, in in healthcare and, and in our units. Wow, yeah, I mean, that connection piece, I think, is everything. I, yeah, I mean, I look back at the, especially, I mean, that's what got us through the beginning of the pandemic, to be honest with you. It's yeah. just... We were connected in purpose, and then we were there for each other. Um, some of the things that have brought us together too now is actively thinking about connection, like having events. We had a softball tournament that oh, really fun. seemed to bond bond the group um, at the the Ottawa Hospital there. And I think when people are in organizations are thinking about wellness and burnout and so forth they need to think about the connection piece because mm-hmm. you know I don't know like sometimes I feel like a lot of the wellness is like module driven or whatever but I would I would ask yourself are you creating an environment where connection can happen what are you actively doing that and uh and then the other part to that too is um you know when we over the last two years, not being able to see friends and family as much has really, mm-hmm. I, in my mind, it, it, like worsened the 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 mental health and the and the burnout side of things. But yeah, that connection side it's huge. It's, it's huge, beast. and it's something too that I just you know I feel now with like the way technology is, and we're always on our cell phones and you know, and social media and stuff like, yes, you can connect through there, but it's not that same as like just human to human connection. Right. Um, and I feel like people, especially maybe like the younger generations are kind of like losing that. Um, and we're as humans that it's just so, so key. It's so powerful. It's what it's to me by definition, like that's what being a human being that's what it is. You 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 can like you you know you're not meant to be isolated. No. You're not meant to you know stay on Zoom for <laughs> no eight hours at no, a time. You're definitely oh, not. Fuck. You know. Uh, I mean, and this is why I also like like I said before, first interview live in a long time. It's so much better. It's it, so it, much it, better it in better. person. Yeah, it's so much, yeah. and it's way easier. Mm-hmm. Um. So you mentioned so you mentioned connection. What were the other two you mentioned? And, um, uh, presence and and self care. Yeah. So maybe I'll elaborate a bit on the presence piece. Like, what's that look like? So I think presence. It's you know, 
being intentional through our day. And, um, I think often we're just so, you know, we think multitasking is kind of the way, the way to go. And we're doing like 10 different things at one time, which can be exhausting and overwhelming. And then we still feel like we're not doing enough and being enough. And so it's really just being intentional and doing like one thing and doing it well. And then, um, and then moving on and being, you know, efficient. Yeah. Like, uh, I must say, Maybe just because there's always so much going on. The, the That principle of being just present, like doing dishes, mm-hmm. this stage of my life, don't let my wife hear this, but like I, I love it. Like where you, I don't have to, sometimes you, you gotta like, you multitask a little bit because the kids are going, going nuts or, or whatever, right. but just knowing that you get to kind of like be in almost like a meditative zone, just think about this is the only thing you're thinking about. Right, exactly. And you get to it's, just focus in on that task and just, yeah. Yeah, and but it, it's it's a it's a skill actually though. Like mm-hmm. to not think about nine things at once because um, that's the way I know personally I'm wired. I'm like n- normally thinking about so many things right? within yeah. a flash, you know, um, What's going? What are we doing for supper? Where's that kid? Did I submit that paper? Did I do? You know, like mm-hmm. what, what, what's what? Uh, you know, what's next on the schedule? Like so many things that uh, easily could just pop up there. Um, but yeah, just trying to be more present, I think, is we could all benefit from. Totally, and it is. You're right. It is a practice, and it's one that I'm consistently <laughs> trying to work on and and improve myself and. I do find one of the things that I heard years ago was about just getting up even like earlier, like before my son, because if you wake up at the same time or just after, then you're kind of like on defense all day. Right. And so you wake up that little bit earlier and just kind of like set your intention for the day and how you want to like, it is possible to actually think about how I want to be in my day. How do I want to experience this day today and like come from that place versus you know, this place of just like defense all day and just, you know, trying to catch up kind yeah. of thing. No, you know I, I, mean? I like that a lot. I've been trying to do that. So I haven't done the wake up early thing because <laughs> the Coco, our latest puppy, is <laughs> keeping us all awake all the time, Coco. Oh, Coco. Oh, Coco, you motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, we love you, Coco. Uh, I know you're listening. Uh, number one fan. Um <laughs> But being intentional on how we show up, this is something I, I don't know if, if I read this in a book or on a pod or whatever, but this is something that I've been trying to do more of. Like, so before entering the house after work, I'll be like, I'm going to be a present dad. I'm going to be able to, I'm not going to be as testy because I know I'm hangry a little bit. I'm going to let the boys do their thing and just be, that dad or when I show up at work mm-hmm. despite being you know having four hours of sleep tell him tell him myself I'm going to be that uh, uh, engaged a little bit on the happier side have a positive energy walking in the door kind of picture that and this is what's going to make this work day that much more absolutely joyous right yes yeah. No, that's it right there. And I like what you said too about just like, I'm going to be a present dad. And I think, you know, that's what, 
we struggle with too is like, and I know I had this, I went, especially with COVID when my son was home and you're, you know, you're trying to like teach kindergarten and then you're also trying to work. And it was like, really just, okay, I'm here and I'm going to be present right now. Um, and be the best mom that I can be and teacher right now and then shift that gear into, okay, now I'm going to work and I'm going to focus on work for this period of time too, right? Yeah. I find what, what has helped with that shit is scheduling scheduling time for all of it. So like mm-hmm. if, if I know I got to submit something, instead of, like I know I have time allotted for it. So instead of while I'm playing... Beyblades for the 15th time <laughs> with little Zeke. Love you too. <laughs> number he, two fan? <laughs> yeah, number two fan. You go, Zeke. Uh, I know, uh, you know, doing that for 15 minutes is not going to impact what I got down the pipeline. Like, I've booked it, I've, I've had that time to, mm-hmm. to, to dedicate it. Um, I know that's helped me personally to to kind of be more present yeah yeah and yeah yeah and then the i was gonna say the phone thing too is is sinister but you know what what's helped i don't i see you're an apple watcher are you an I apple am. watcher yeah like i i i've actually find that helps how so because then you put your so like if my phone's not attached to me physically and I get dinged for whatever. Say, you, you know, um, someone's telling me I got to pick up somebody. Instead of now, if I have the phone in my hand, I might also see a a, a headline that says, oh, uh, Oilers are trading XYZ player. <laughs> so now I'm going to scroll through that. Oh, I might as well check my WhatsApp. Might as well check my signal. Might as well go through. And then that's 15 minutes all of a sudden instead of what that was going to be, which was 40 seconds or whatever. So I find uh, okay, like having the, like, uh, the phone put away when you walk in the door is helpful. And because in case mommy is listening, I know I don't do that every time. <laughs> but I do find the, uh, for Busted. presence, yeah, uh, the watches do help. Yeah, I don't really use my watch to, to the full effect. I'm not um, a technical person. <laughs> oh, I witnessed that a little bit when it came to getting the Wi-Fi going. I was like, holy, I was going to... No, my friend makes fun of me all the time. Like, yeah, because I don't do the updates on my phone. I don't do anything. And she's like, yeah, I don't back anything up. I'm, I'm hopeless when it comes to technology. Scheduling, do you, you schedule on your phone? No. Oh my God. Why is have, that? So many I, nurses. I've noticed that, like so many I nurses do the paper. pencil and pa- like, yeah, that's my thing. Totally. I, I ran into, so Jenny Brown, just in case you're uh, listening to this, like the general manager for our football organization, three boys, all in sports, not a single thing in a Google calendar or no. whatever. I was like, how do you function? Like, if you saw mine, you'd I, vomit. It's color coded. It's Kathy's. Yeah. Is, like, it's 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 crazy. But I I couldn't. We couldn't operate any other way. No, I I like color coded, but I like pencil, and I like to see it all out in front of me. And I I just don't feel like I can see it on my phone. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. I know I do need to switch at some point. I keep saying that because sometimes, well, right now I have like a big one on my desk. So I don't even have, I used to have like a little pocket one that I would carry around. Uh, So no, I do need to step into like 2022. 2022 and this is still (laughs) happening. Mind you, I, I actually know I got rid of a pager. And but we still have fax machines too, oh. which is uh, yeah. Okay, so we got uh, finding purpose, fulfillment. Oh, sorry, and then we also talked about uh, being uh, present. We talked about mm-hmm. connection. Was, was yeah, well, uh, and then self care, and I think we self-care. did kind of talk about this a little bit. But it's like, what are the things that that nourished you and recognizing what nourishes you and what depletes you. And then also to just, I think the way people look at self-care, one, they're either just delaying it because they're too busy taking care of everybody else and they don't have time left for themselves at the end of the day, which really, you know, I think it's trying to switch that mindset and realizing like how important it is to actually like take care of yourself first. And then you just have that much more to give to everybody else. Um, but it's also looking at self-care as like, okay, another thing to be like productive about and like check off the list, right? Yeah. Um, and so looking at things like, for me, one of the biggest things that just was tennis. Like tennis was something I'm like, oh, like I've wanted to do it, get back into it for so long. And I just kept delaying it and delaying it and delaying. It. And then finally my friend and I are like, okay, let's do it. And we started taking tennis lessons. And I just go once a week, but it has been the best thing for me. Like I have energy for like weeks off of that because it's just like so much fun. Um, And it's something just for me that I just really enjoy and it just fuels me. I like that because I don't don't know if, I mean, a lot of people, they need permission for the self-care, but also thinking once again, what really will... Mm -hmm even 80, 20 yet, like what will really give you the biggest bang for your buck in terms of filling, filling that uh, bucket. And that Um, can be hobbies. Like I know, and some people, they don't even know what, what that is, like what, what they enjoy doing. So it's really like for some, it can, you know, you really got to tap into that and see what is it that I really enjoy doing? What would make me happy? But but I also think about, as you said before, almost reverse engineer, like reflect back at times where you were really fulfilled. What were you doing? We were, like we, we were talking about it this weekend too, like, um, cause before medicine, I was a bartender and we were talking about how much fun that, like, like really, right. mm-hmm. it was like, a, life was really amazing. You work three days a week, uh, your friends all come see you and, you know the kind of themes that we were talking about were there. It was it was it was all about connection then, and mm-hmm. um, and smiles and and letting go, uh, just being young. Um, yeah, that playfulness, right? Yeah, because we don't play enough, right? No. Like I was I was sick. Or we were talking about this in our house too. Like we don't play. Like we used to have more like on like a dance party almost nightly. We put on some on YouTube. Yeah, the boy. We thought the boys would like feel feel good about when they were quite a bit younger, actually, and the whole family would get involved. And uh, yeah, like, and uh, you, I, I do think that's important to think to to consider. Are we, 
you know, what fulfills us or fills up that bucket, but mm-hmm. also the, the plays play can be such an important aspect of that. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, those that are listening, I don't know if you can hear my grin, but I'm just, uh, it's just such a truth that, uh, I think, um, people we're just not thinking no. enough about. No, it's true. And so, yeah, thinking about that and how we can bring more playfulness just into life, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be so serious and so heavy. Yeah. Like now I think about it too, we're, you know, everyone thinks, oh, I see you. It's all, <laughs> you know, and really sad and all that. But like, we try and bring that flavor. Like we were, one of the themes that we were talking about was if you're, if you're walking into the ICU, like what would be your theme music? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like your doors That's open, fun. and uh, I must say, Alex Tran. That was disappointing. He said New York, New York. That was the most disappointing <laughs> answer I've heard in what a long time. What was your theme song? My, my I, cho- I chose uh, Goonies versus ET by Run the Jewels, but then I realized that you need something that, like, to answer that, you need something more conventional that people would recognize. Um, so, right off the top of my head, I would want something a little bit thuggy, rappy. I know. Like, Do you know what came to mind? Snoop Dogg. I love that. I don't even know the title of the song, but we're sipping on gin and juice yeah. laid back. Yeah. I love that. Like, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what came yeah. to mind. I don't know if that would really be my theme song, but that would. would no, it's, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's. I think it's an intuitive thing. Like, uh, like it, I don't know if lyrics as much matter as it would be the energy. Like, <laughs> right? that's what, for me, this yeah. would like, that's why I was like, that's why I was thinking about. You know, like if I'm thinking about a beat that would be like energetic, I, just, I want you to bob your head to it. Like uh, even like uh, the club by uh, 50 Cent, like uh, what's that song called? Go, go, oh. go, go shorty. <laughs> like I would even, even that like coming in with the go, go, go. Like even that, Yeah. I come in nice and low too. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, and then build up. So this is when you're coming in on your shift? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The doors open, it. slide into the ICU. Like, what doc's That's on so today? Fun. And there's, go, 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 shorty. <laughs> it's your birthday. Like, that's how I'm thinking I would roll in. Yeah, But no, no, my real song, though, would be Goonies versus E.T. It's a, it's like an absolute energy bomb. Goonies versus E.T.? Yeah, it's, uh, no one's heard of it. It's no. uh, Run the Jewels, my favorite rap okay. group right now. But uh, no, see, and I think you do. You have to bring, especially in a place like the ICU that can be quite heavy. And um, you do need to find ways to like express that energy and and be playful and light and right. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and those that work with me, you know, that's 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 the norm. But yeah, now that, that's just another one where I think we could actively daily thinking about how to implement that because i mean i must say like oh if you're you've slept three three hours you it's your second last day you often you're walking in the door and be like all right here we go it's business time you know what i mean <laughs> even though uh you know I, I think you could put a little bit of effort into adding play absolutely well and i think that language that we use and and how we approach it like earlier you'd mentioned about going into your shift and being like, yeah, I'm going to be joyful. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be right. When you think about that, then you actually experience that. But if you're like, totally. Oh, I have to go into work. Like, I don't want to go into work. It's going to be a drag. Yeah. No, I, I call it, I call it, um, 
priming. It's not it's not like my own term, but it's like be, like you prime yeah. yourself. It's like uh, um, I start thinking about this actually for because I get I have a lot of back problems. Um, like when or I have not a lot of back problems. I've had back issues in the past, and so um, one of the things is to prime your core. So I one of the things I do before working out is like just core stuff to just mm. when you're lifting heavy that you know your your you're going to be you're primed you're ready same thing for uh absolutely coming in with positive energy it's easily accessible it's primed right? you know as you like walk athletes, in the door actually athletes get their game face on or game yeah. right yeah game visage <laughs> yeah what do you got you got a game visage mine would be more like <laughs> i don't know what your game visage would be but it's yeah it's uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to put you on the spot. You know what I mean? That's a high, high def camera too, so it's gonna really catch it. Really catch yeah, it. Yeah, really uh intimidated. Um all right, Jordan, anything else that we're missing that we're major uh concept flow that we're missing in terms of, you know, really addressing burnout amongst our our, our healthcare providers, optimizing performance, finding fulfillment. I'm just filling in the gaps at this point. You know, remembering why it's important to synchronize swim. <laughs> Did I say synchronize swim? Yeah. Yeah. Or synchro dive. That would, to me, is one of the, can I just say this? One of the most nonsensical events I've ever heard of. Is which? Synchronized Syn- diving and all oh. the, because it's like you can synchronize anything then. Synchronized bowling, synchronized like running. <laughs> like what makes diving unique <laughs> and it's like oh we could do this I didn't at the know there time. was synchronized I knew oh, synchronized yeah. we got, swimming we got brought, I remember we got brought, gold medal actually yeah uh-huh. I met her actually the uh, gold medal one of the so they're medals. diving at the same time like yeah. how many people two oh that's a good point why not make it six right <laughs> why not <laughs> just have like a whole lineup of divers just doing it <laughs> That would be something uh, to see. That's what I'm saying. It's like uh, you're just making up events right now. Yeah, like I don't know, synchronized trampoline. Um, anyways, uh, synchronized hockey. Yeah. Wow. Well, how would that work? Oh, I don't know. Um, shooting at the same time. I actually, I'd have to think about this harder. Synchronized but, uh, skating. Yeah. Uh, maybe well, that's I guess a thing. that's precision skating. I used to do that. I grew up yeah? doing that. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be the same sort pairs? of thing. No, not pairs. That no, have, like team. Oh, I see. That would be honestly one of the worst things I could imagine watching. What synchronized skating? <laughs> like they're all just doing everything at the same time. Like uh, I know they're doing you're doing something fancy. I'm assuming. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big. Not a big figure sk- skater. Skater. Yeah. No. I like the drama. Mm-hmm. We've totally digressed, by the way. We totally yeah, have. Yeah, we've totally. Um, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I think, I mean, those are really the key things. Like, it's, I think the biggest thing is that I'm trying to say is, like, that more self-awareness we have, that more self-leadership that we have, like, kind of stay in your lane um, and and bring more of you to the table. Um can really reduce a lot of this you know like it improves your satisfaction and 
when you have more connection and with your team and with your work, like it increases your morale and your satisfaction and, and also to the more grounded that you are in yourself, um, the more resilient you are and it doesn't really matter what is going on around you, right? You're able to like, you're a true, well, I guess that's a bad example. I was going to say like a tree with the wind, but here in Ottawa, <laughs> <laughs> a non-Ottawa Ontarian tree. tree. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like you want to be like that and just grounded in who you are and what you're doing and and where you're at and and then it, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. you can withstand anything. Yeah, you're the redwood. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just making up trees as a, I have no idea what trees look like. Someone said like, "What's a birch tree?" I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. I uh, I do actually know what redwood redwoods. We were just in California. But uh, I love it, Jody, and I just want to say thank you for ju- jumping on the quadcast and and um, really doing your part to um, you know send a positive message out that we can be empowered and 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 take our wellness in our own hands and and push push towards our potential. Really have that permission to do that, and I could say firsthand. And I'm sure your clients could say the same thing. Wonderful things happen when you start, you know, trying to reach that potential. So uh, thank you so much. And before I forget, how do people reach out to you? So um, you can go to my website and connect me through there. or Just email me. It's at jodywilding.com. Yes, that's absolutely so thanks to you mm-hmm. once again and uh this was tremendous it was this was really fun and thank you i appreciate all you're doing you know to create wellness to the broader <laughs> broader world i'm doing it one person at a time but i appreciate um, all that you're doing and thank you for having me here this was really fun absolutely thank you quadcast nation tell me that wasn't a gem you know what I'm saying? That was a gem. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Quadcast. Leave any comments at Quadcast99 at gmail.com. Leave that five-star rating. We need this. Helps with the visibility of the show. Check out Solving Wellness. You know we're trying to change that boogie. Trying to improve wellness all around. And guys, thanks for so much for, for being involved. Thanks for, for listening, and we love you.